Let's roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. Welcome to Countercharge. My name is Taylor G. And I'm rough enough. I like the Taylor G. It's a lot easier to say G than William. Yeah. So it's, it's I appreciate I should appreciate that. So Taylor, we got to have something special for the audience tonight. You want to tell us what we're going to be doing here tonight? Yeah, we're just talking about how my experience was in these past two days over this tournament in Arkansas and my first out-of-town tournament and what I've learned, what I've forgot, what I could have done better, all sorts of things. New upcoming stuff, what I might add, what I might take away, that sort of stuff. There's people who know my list now and it feels weird because, you know, there's people that I don't know that are like, hey, I remember this guy's list probably, you know? <laughs> absolutely absolutely so we recorded with taylor a couple days before the event friday night at the event saturday night at the event a couple times sunday and then actually the monday after the event you know to see that journey that he went on and so sit back and enjoy and we're here to talk with my favorite local player taylor gwilliam Did I say that right? yeah well uh, gwilliam but you know man i'm never gonna get that right i'm never gonna most get people that right. don't so obviously you're a newer player to the hobby, and this is your first tournament coming up, King of Monsters. And so we wanted to, before the event, get your thoughts, what were your expectations for the event? What did you, you know, what what made you take the take the lunge and actually join an event? Th- that kind of thing. Let's start at the top. How have you found Keys of War? You've been playing for what six months now? A year? It's probably been close to a year now. It'll, I think it'll be a year actually in. April, so almost a year. Whenever we started that league at the local shop is when I got into it, and there was a lot of people playing. And then you were super energetic about it, so you really got me, got me into playing it. And it was super easy to learn, and it wasn't like some other things where it takes me days. And I was like, oh, I played one game, and I'm like, I kind of get, you know, what's going on here. And it's just, you know, it's become an addiction since. Absolutely, and now uh, you've got. One army of Bissell Dwarves, and you have a couple of armies in the wings. Night Stalkers? Night Stalkers and Riftforged Orcs. It's a little hobby ADD? Uh, yeah, a little bit. So you've got a Bissell Dwarves, and you've got a very vast collection of that, and a lot of it's painted. But in terms of what's your next army, is it going to be Night Stalkers, or is it going to be Riftforged Orcs? I think it will probably be Riftforged Orcs, because that's going to give me some opportunity to get some stuff printed that they don't have models for yet and like give me a little bit more i mean the game is all about freedom but you know like a little bit i feel like i'm a little bit less tied down to a set of models so is that the line for you like versus printing or versus buying models you know you you kind of feel compelled if they have the model to, to buy it if you feel a little more liberated if they don't make the model for that unit i like to buy the models for mantic because most of the time they're so cheap compared to other things that I'm mm-hmm. like, yes. And then they're readily available and I don't have to wait for it to be printed or, uh, you know, I just take a 10 minute drive and I'm, I've got a box of stuff and I'm building it that night, you know, but with, with this, it's now that I know I can get things printed and I can, you know, do all this stuff. It's going to really be a nice experiment to hop in with the, I almost said abyssal orcs, the, <laughs> the rift right. forest orcs 
and see what kind of crazy stuff I can get out of that. Yeah, and definitely tie, ties in back with the Abyssal Dwarves because you could run some of those as you know slave orcs. Oh yeah, I actually have um my the very first thing that I ever painted for my Abyssal Dwarves was a regiment of slave orcs that got a little bit of use. And then they've been sitting in my case ever since, fully painted and based up with a nice piece of bark and like all that cool stuff on it. But now I have a new place to put them. So question number one there, why don't they get much use? Really, the, the reason I use them is because that's what I had at the time. I liked using that uh, crystal pendant item on them because it was just a nice, fun surprise. And being able to see somebody kill that and then say, oh, here's 12 wounds is <laughs> nice. Um, but, you know, I kind of got that's when I didn't really know what I was doing. And now I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll leave them on the side for now. There's better away. units available. Yeah. yeah, I've got cheaper stuff and faster stuff. Yeah, so I assume that going forward, you've maybe had that experience in your belt. And now as you build or add more units to your your army for Abyssal Dwarves, you're only really looking to add stuff that you're going to use, right? You're not just looking to just add everything. You're, you're really focusing on the stuff that will actually make the table. Right. Most, mostly I'm focusing on things that I play the most, but I will eventually have everything. That's just kind of how I am with, with this sort of thing. If I can collect it, I'm going to collect it. Whether or not it gets painted is a different story, but having it is, is a, is a big plus for me. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me about the competitive streak. Cause I mean, we've done a lot of one day airs and stuff, and obviously we're coming to King of monsters at the end of this week here, and it will be your first two day, but talk to me about that transition from, I'm just learning a game. I'm playing it. Oh, I'm playing in some one day events. I've got the, com- the, the competitive urge now carrying you all the way to i want to do a two-day gt you know what's that transition and that evolution been like for you i I still play to have fun that's that's the basics i will always play to have fun but with all these games that we've been playing and you know these little one day tournaments we've had and and all this other stuff i'm learning so many new things new ways to play that i'm like well why not like even if i don't win a game at this tournament it's going to be a good time and I get to play with a bunch of people I've not played against and probably a bunch of armies I've never played against. And who knows, I could, you know, I could end up going to a lot more tournaments. Um, that's one of those things that when we did this, this tournament down here, um, I, I was like, well, I, I have to at least do one like out of town, something tournament, just, just for the experience. Like this is a lot of it is for the experience. And, the more games I played, the more confident I got in my skills with it as well. So I feel like now I expect to at least win one game. <laughs> so that's that's the good thing. And, you know, I'll get better and better. But now that I understand some of the nuances a lot more, I, I feel more confident in the way that I play, um, that I'd want to just test it out on, like, you know, this is going to be like for me, these are real players. You know what I mean? Like, these are people who are probably going to qualify for other things or, um, you know, go travel around and do a bunch of other tournaments. And I just want to have that that under my belt so that if I can, if I do decide to really get competitive with it, then I can do that. Well, we've at this point probably had, what, three or four one-day events? And we did have a, we did have a, technically have a two-day event as well. Has your taste for competition changed? I do like the competition more now. Um, I, it's not the, the the driving force for me. The driving force for me is the people, the players, the game. But the competitive side of it is nice, and it feels good to win. 
So there's always that. Being able to see improvement in myself in the game, even though it's been very slow improvement, is uh, is a bit of self-satisfaction that I need. So looking back on that year, if you were Taylor now, back then, what would you have, you know, what advice would you have given yourself as you're starting on this journey? Um, paint things sooner. Uh, if you're going to tournaments <laughs> and, um, I mean, I don't know that there would be too much. I kind of just do things on a whim a lot of times. Like I jump in, I see how it goes. And then if I don't like it halfway through or, uh, you know, I can drop it, but it's just kind of, I'm just kind of go with the flow. And if it feels good, it feels good. And that's how it's been with Kings. I've just, everything I'm doing feels good there will be days where i'm frustrated there will be days where i lose and but that's all days where you're like i'm tired of seeing these breakers oh yeah there's days where i'm so tired of seeing your lists your your ogre list particularly but you know there's not much i can do about that you know at the end of the day we're always like oh you know it was fun (laughs) it's it's rough because you know i i'm in a catch-22 because at the same token like i i do want to develop the the local scene and get people to try, you know, I like to play different armies and stuff and get people a different taste of it. But then sometimes I'm like, just like you, you're like, I've got to get reps in with this army so I don't get my, my ass kicked at this event. And it does feel like sometimes you're like, I, I got to be careful because there's certain people at the shop. I can't I can't play that army against them because it'll <laughs> they might throw something at me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. You know, here's the interesting thing. We just had a one day not too long ago and you came out the winner. I did. I actually won all of my games. A three-game event. The juxtaposition between that and the two-day we had last year, you came in last, I think. Yeah, I didn't win any games. I had a couple of close draws. Or not really draws, but like, you know, I, I there weren't any games that I didn't score anything, you know? I always scored something. Each game was that two-day we did. Each game, I scored a little bit more points every game. And then... When we did the one day, it was, oh, well, I'm getting better now, now that I know that I need to play. Because I, I, I didn't know, like, a lot of these tournaments and things will have these extra objectives for how it is. Um, you know, uh, if your character has this marker at the, this point in the game, then you get five points or, you know, something like that. And then it just makes you look at the game in a different way. And you start to think like oh well i might be losing now but maybe i can bring it back in points it's like you start doing a little bit more math in your head and it's like well what can i do here how can i get here well, how many turns is it going to take me to get this you know and it's uh it's it's a very good learning experience what would you point to is the most important thing in that development for me learning how to move your units and use the space that you have because there, it's easy to look at it and you're like, oh, it's all rectangles and squares and, and things. And I'm like, I'm just going to push everything forward or I'm just going to put everything on the front line and just move up. Um, but there's just after playing so many games, you start to see that it's it, it, it's like, well, oh, I can put this behind this or I can have this over on the side and keep it back here, not move it for a turn or two. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, here you go. Here's this. Here's a here's some gargoyles on your flank and you've got to deal with what's in front of you or what's on the side of you. So it's more of knowing, knowing the board. And for me, knowing how to move your units and measurements, things like that. Well, movement and deployment are very 
key integral parts of the game, right? And yeah. If you can get that down, that, that does help. If I was to answer that question for you, I would say it's the reps. I mean, you get so many reps in. Yes, that's uh, true. I mean, you're getting four games a week. Uh, Probably close to that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you average it out, because I mean, there's some weeks you were getting six, and then maybe some you're getting two or three. But yeah, I, you get. I mean, out of all of us, I think you get the most reps in. Um, and yeah. the fact you you have exclusively played one army to this point is also yes. very helpful because some people like flutter like oh I'm gonna play you know like Swatley for example great player but like one week he's playing undead and next week mm-hmm. he's playing ogres and, undead and something else yeah and, and it's like <laughs> if you if you can consistently play the same army you have to get better with it there's there's just so many things within your army too when you're you're looking at it and you know I I, I first started. You know, you, you look at your list and you're like, oh, I want that. It looks cool. Or, ooh, this looks strong. I want to bring this. And then you bring it and you're like, oh, man, I kind of got my butt kicked. Now what, what, you know, what can I actually start doing? You play more games. And then as you're playing more and more games, you're, you're looking at, all right, well, that doesn't perform as well as I thought it would. It looks cool on paper, but it doesn't really work as well, you know, when you're playing. And then you find that that one thing that you like or that like maybe two or three lists that you like, like I have now, like maybe two, two lists for sure that I love. And then another one that I can just mess around and do random stuff with. Well, I think that's testament to the number of reps, right? The more yep. reps you get in, the more opportunity you you have to find the hinder, hidden synergies within the list and to play a flyer. Oh, this week I'm going to try something different. I'm going to bring a health Oh, <gasps> Right. (laughs) I can't wait to bring that back out. I've got a bunch of berserkers that I have to finish as a project. And one of these days we're going to play a game and it's going to be like four units of berserkers on there with a hellfane. So I'm just, just to, just to mess around and see how far I can get with it. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So obviously let's turn our attention to this weekend. King of monsters, GT in Batesville, Arkansas. There's around, I think between 25 and 30 players signed up. Super fun time. We have a lot of locals going. We have a lot of Texas and Arkansas folks going. Why this event? What was what was it about this event specifically that said, "Oh, this is the event that I'm gonna my first out of town two day GT." Yeah, most of it for me was timing. Um, I didn't have any time left at work last year, like to take off, and I need those days to travel or you know to to do just just to be out of the office and not be working. Um, and now I, I knew I was going to do something in the new year. So I'm like, okay, where, where, where can I go? What's coming up? And there were always people at the shop like, are you going to this tournament? This tournament's this weekend. I don't have time. Oh, this tournament's this way. I can't get any time. Up. Well, this tournament's in January. It's over in Batesville. How far out is Batesville, Arkansas? Oh, it's like a two, two and a half hour drive. And I was like, that sounds doable. And I put in the time. I talked to my boss. Like, I'll be gone for four days. And, you know, deal with it (laughs) and i just it was a time thing for me and then seeing how many local people i knew and had played a lot of games with were going and then the opportunity to be able to to slick split you know some cost with people or carpool things like that like the community is so helpful around here um because i you know i'm going to be going with dino lord himself mr kyle uh when we go on the weekend and it was just super convenient for both of us. And I, I was like, I'm going to this tournament. He's like, Oh, I'm going too. do you want to go together? Sure. And that's what it was. And it's like, well, time to dive in, see what it's like. What are your expectations? My expectations are low for this, to be honest. Not in like, I don't think it's so, so low expectations from the low, event or no, 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 low no, expectations low, from your low, results, low expectations from my play. Not, not from the event. I don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a ton of fun. I, my goal is to win 
at the minimum two games out of five. If I can win two games out of five at a big tournament like this, that's out of town where I'm in a new place and I'm going to be full of, you know, nerves and anxiety and stuff. If I can keep it together to win two games, I'll be happy with myself. If I can win three or four games, I'll be over the moon. But, you know, I just want to win at least one or two and it's the experience. We should say you're playing your abyssal dwarfs. Yes. You have been painting feverishly. Yeah. Does that help? Does that motivate you? I mean, knowing the, like, hey, Friday, you guys leave on Friday, I assume. Yes, Friday. And then um, I am finishing up my last um, few Immortal Guard. Uh, I only have three guys left there. And then I just have to do a little bit of detail work on some golems and my giant monster. And I'm good to go. And Thursday night will be the real crunch night for me. But that's how it was when we did our, our first tournament here. It was like, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll get that painted next week <laughs> or I'll get that painted. I can knock that out in like two hours. And it's the last week and it's every f- five days of that last week. I'm just like up till midnight painting from the time I get off of work mm-hmm. <laughs> until that time. But I got it out and I get it going. I, a lot of people would say tournaments are a great motivator to get stuff painted, right? Uh, because most tournaments do require, you know, especially two days require paint. And uh, if you want to play a list, well, you got to have everything painted. And that's the thing, too, because I had a list that I was going to bring that I already had everything painted for. And then, you know, the new book comes out. I'm like, oh, now I need another unit of this <laughs> that I have to paint now. I'll take so the formation. Was, exactly. Yeah. I've got to take the formation. So I have to paint that character. And when it comes to characters, I take way more time on doing them than anything else. I showed you my Infernoch, and I took way more time. Oh, I, I hate your Infernoch. You He's hate great. Cheesebreakers? I hate Infernoch. He's great. He's a piece of crap. I mean, I can't kill him. Defense six dash thirteen. You keep him tucked away, or I can never get to him. Look, he's a warm, lovable dwarf. He just. Oh, wants to- <laughs> I just want to bring some goblins shooting and just shoot the crap out of him. Yeah, I mean, defense six. Good luck. Yeah. Well, it had to be cannons, <laughs> right? You'll blink him. Had to hit him with cannon or something. Oh yeah, you got to. He's he's uh he's come through uh clutch in quite a few games actually. The uh the the him having nimble and. and the wild charge is just – I'm still learning with that because I haven't played a lot of wild charge. So that's something I'm practicing doing as well. And anything you're nervous about this weekend? No, I'm not too nervous about anything. I mean other than it being a new place and meeting a whole bunch of new people. That's just me. It's just my social anxiety anyway. You're in Dino Lord's uh, Koth Wake. So yeah. I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be all right. Yeah. And there's – like I said, I think there's, uh, gosh, maybe 10 of us from Memphis making the trip over. That's good. There'll be a lot of people that I'm familiar with and that mm-hmm. I know and played games against. And Dylan, I mean, Dylan's our brother yep. from another mother right running the event in, in Batesville. He comes to all of our one days, him and Charles. We have a nice community that's very tied to those guys. So it's great. Oh, yeah. You said you want to win two games, but I'm going to put you on the spot here. What's your prediction for the weekend? My prediction for the weekend is three and two. Wow. Your first out of town JT, you're gonna say you're gonna have a winning record? That's that's Ooh. my that's what I want. That's well, what I want. okay, you know, I mean if you're gonna go if you're gonna you know, if you're gonna put it on the line, you might as well go big or go home, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean I you know, set set a bar a little bit higher, but have my expectations also. Like, you know, I, I my expectation is at least win a game, but if I can get that winning record, then hey, that's a plus. And then that just proves to me that I can do better the next time I go somewhere or go to another tournament. What's next on the docket? I mean, do you have any more tournaments in mind? Once this is over, I'll look and see what I've got 
you know, what I can get lined up. You mean like Shiloh coming in? Right, right. Maybe. For example, maybe, maybe. A bunch um, of us go into that. Yeah, I mean, I've got my I've got my hands in multiple pots uh, when it comes to hobby stuff. So, are you going to stick have, with the Mistle Dwarves for for the time being? Yeah, that's going to be my main army of like always. I think just because I love dwarves and and these Abyssal Dwarves. And you're evil. Yeah, yeah, I like evil, but I also like some like some good guys. You know, I, I you know you I never that, really thought but I you got Night Stalkers, Rift Forge, Orcs, and Abyssal Dwarves. There's no well, good guys in that list. Yeah, but they're cool. Okay. <laughs> I tend okay, to go by so, the rule of cool. Okay, and you know, if enough. I like it, I like it. If it's not like meta or whatever it is, I don't really care about it. I just want to play what I want to play. Anything you want us to tell yourself before you go to this big event? As you you know, just you know, this could be future you listening back in, and you know, this is your chance to tell yourself something in the future. Oh. Well, when you go against Rob, don't beat yourself up too much. <laughs> <laughs> These breakers are <laughs> Just remember that siege breakers are a thing, and they will still remain to be a thing. Nothing you can do about that. But no, it, have fun. Don't get too crazy. You'll you'll be better for it at the end. And if it's anything like that first tournament I I had, that was one of the best weekends I've had in years. So well, you won best had, sports too, right? Yeah. yeah. And and I imagine this Hopefully. will be this will be the another great weekend. No matter if I win any awards or not, it's it's going to be a good time because I'm going to be around good people, be around a good community. And, you know, if if I come if you come back, this is just to be in the future. If you come back and you didn't win any games, get better. If you came back and you <laughs> get won better, some games, <laughs> good job. <laughs> awesome. Well we'll do Taylor's we'll check in, you know, periodically through the weekend and then after the event. So what we're gonna we're gonna record your progress to this event. So we're all eagerly waiting to hear the outcome yes. i'm so, so much more organized now i've got a case i've got i've got magnets on my bases now from where you came from like a, like a box carrying your models <laughs> uh, where um, you are now is night and day from a metal sheet carrying it around and um my books all without a bag a backpack and you know how to play gargoyles now yes yes i know how to actually have them last an entire game and not die on the first turn every game <laughs> exactly so all right man well we'll check back in with you in a little bit thanks taylor thank you rob it's always fun um, playing with you and you having me on to record these and I, I i like this community has been the best one of the best things that's happened to me in a long time awesome that's good words take us out back with mr taylor william uh we talked with him a couple of days ago about his expectations for this event we're here we're at the event what do you think of the venue uh it's nice it seems uh a little spooky a little haunted to be honest a lot of dark corners There's a lot of uh, yeah. dark rooms that's arkansas though with, uh, yeah that's true arkansas <laughs> it's very creepy it's a very creepy place <laughs> or as our friends in the uk would call it arkansas that's right arkansas america explained <laughs> exactly uh, exactly so you're playing the Abyssal Dwarves. What is in this list? And we should mention this is a 1995 yes. point event with a free 305 point monster. Mm-hmm. So, 1995. Which, what's in your list? So for my list, easy two gargoyles, two troops. Mm-hmm. We've got decimators, blessing of the gods, and that's a horde. That's a horde. That's yeah, a must have on them. Yeah, you you never leave. I don't think I've seen you not take that that unit. I've always in a long time. You, sometimes take, we'll take two. Right, used to take two, but I've gone down to one now. No, did somebody make you feel bad about? Mm, no, it's just the real estate with the golems. Mm-hmm. The golems in there. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it gives me more room to move. Right. And All right. We've got two units of golems. One with the Charnox, so they're shooting. And we've got a Ironcaster staff. 
So the Conjurer staff. Mm-hmm. Surge. Uh, Surge Al- what? Surge eight. Okay. Uh, Alchemist Curse four. That's a good, 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 good one. So it, Alchemist Curse four. Yes. So it's four plus the right. defense of the thing. So that's your that's your siege breaker that is unit. My What's the range? Is it? It's only twelve inches. And it does take cover now too. Alchemist it, Curse. It will take cover on five. But piercing four is pretty dope. Pier- yes. I mean it's my unit six. Uh, so what are you gonna do when you get hexed tomorrow? Well. I mean, you still just going to cast it? Yeah, I'm probably just going to cast it. I yeah, mean, who gives a crap? He's kind of just there for the surge and the... And the right. You know, and right. The, and if you hit him behind stuff, he might be hard to, to see yeah, anyways. Yeah, he's going to be by the golems anyway, so it's gonna somebody's going to have to get it around. Exactly. Target what else on. is in your list? So we've got Dravik, Dravik Dalkin. Uh, we've got him paired with Infernoch. Um, and we have the Damned Yegar uh, formation, which is the new formation for, for Abyssal Dwarves. We've got two units that are regiments of Immortal Guard. And the Infernox. And the Immortal Guard have the, the, the crushing hand weapon option. Uh, so they're defense four with crushing one. Right. Crushing one, uh, defense four, Infernox gives them... Well, he has, he has elite rally. I mean, excuse me, elite... Yeah, um, elite aura. Elite aura. That's any infantry as well. So yeah. he's within range of any other... What other infantry do you have in your list besides the just, uh, the gunners? Just the gunners. So if he happens to be there and they're in combat, you know... Right, yeah, because it's elite melee only, exactly, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they, they don't have melee... Um, Vicious or anything, so the elite. Well, and they already have elite shooting anyways. Oh, that's right? true. Yeah, they do. So, so it doesn't matter. No, but he's there to just make make people scared of the yeah. mortal guard. So, is it, what else is in? Is that it? No. Um, I mean, throwing mastiff, and we've got a sanguinary scripture on one of the guards. So okay. That's that's pretty much it. Only yeah. got eleven drop. Let's go over how many mag- how many magic artifacts do you have in your list. I what do you got? If you're not counting the dogs, uh, let's see one, uh, two. Three, and then two upgrades. So three, only three. Right. Magic and what's the thought process there? You want more bodies than artifacts, or? Yeah, I want more. More. Uh, it's mostly the defense. Blessing of the gods. That's elite, right? right? Yeah. So. Blessing of the gods. That's the that's the expensive one. So I kind of have to just work everything. You because that's thirty five. Yeah, and with the way that I did this, I couldn't get another throwing mastiff pack in there. And all, all your units have throwing mastiffs that can take them, right? Not all of them. Only one of them doesn't. So the two immortal guard have one of the immortal guard has the Hans, the sanguinary script. Oh, I so see. That for life leech, again, and then they're getting life leech as well. Okay, because they be, just because they went down to four defense, so it gives them if they can. Wouldn't it have been better just to give them a heal? I mean, they, I have. A heal. I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess it's the same thing. I have anyways. a heal that's, and then I guess with regen, anyways, you're already. I'm just thinking in my head, like how many times you're gonna get into combat? Probably twice. So you're probably life leech up. A couple. I imagine that's probably at least three or four wounds, depending on how much wounds I have on me per per yeah. engagement. So, yeah, it's worked for me in practice. The list is now fully painted. Yes, it is. And when did you get it done? I got it done last night at three forty-five a.m. White to the wire. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Most of that was just shades and uh, gluing, pretty much. Gotcha. Because uh, the. Golems that I have are on rocks, mm-hmm. and they were very finicky to get stuck on there. I bet. And the, but they made it the whole trip and did not drop. So now that's I'm awesome. Actually, on there. Well, now now you have a battle foam case, right? With yeah. mag with magna sliders. Mm-hmm. And I've got magna rack sliders. I don't have all my bases magnetized yet, but um, and they didn't bounce around when in the no, case. Not really. No. Mm. I got the ones that I was worried about magnetized first, so that I could make a kind of a bear. Oh, a cocoon of magnetized and, bases. And then the uh, the golems are heavy enough where I just I didn't do them yet because they're they're just gonna stay in the back. Right. So what are the your expectations for tomorrow? Having a fun first game. Who are you playing? That first game. I have no idea. Okay, you didn't you didn't grudge anybody. No, I didn't grudge anybody. No. Okay. No. 
I could have grudged you, but you should have. That would fun. Well, that that wouldn't have been fun for you though, or me. <laughs> that's the same dance we've done like that we do every week, every single week. <laughs> well, my list is different, so I've got yeah, you've got the mammoth. I've got five hordes of siege breakers yeah. instead of usual four, two berserker bullies. I'm I'm spacing. Oh, one warlock with veil of shadows to give me minus. Yeah. Why did you decide to take two bullies instead yeah. of the one? Well, so what I've decided, what I I've been messing around with is I used to take as chaff. I was taking the regiment of berserker braves, mm-hmm. and for about the same points, the berserker brave regiment is is dash fifteen, fifteen attacks, hitting on four, so crushing one. Wild charge, you know, just like 13 to 15. Just like number one. The Berserker Bully is around the same points. Same charge distance, 13 to 15. Eight attacks, yep. but hits on threes. Yep. How much with crushing? crushing two. Yep. But then the real kicker is nimble. Yes. And so what I've been finding is that I've been swapping out the Berserker Brave regiments for the bullies. And putting them on flanks, in, if I can. You know, obviously, if they're shooting out there, you're not going to put them out there because you get shot. But right, right. If, if there's no threats out there, you can run them up 12 inches and pivot and really get behind people, force people into bad decisions. Yes. You know, like, it's just like, okay, I've got this guy. He can go 13, 15. He can see me. And, and and also like he's he's you know in dash fourteen I think I think that's right dash fourteen he he, he may he may take a punch and he may not die he's right? defense four right he's defense four just like yeah. the just like the just like the Braves so he's breakable but I mean it's just he could have so much but the nimble so much room the nimble. nimble and then the other thing is he can like what the other thing that I've noticed when taking the brave regiments is that when I when I throw him into combat as the chaff which they're, they're great chaff I mean yeah. one hundred and forty points I mean they're okay that's dumb they're great the problem is. They, they're wide. They're 120 millimeters wide, and so what happens is they like, okay, well, how do I get? How do I navigate siege breakers behind there? Yeah. I've tied stuff up, but how do I? When you got a guy that's only, I mean, I guess the 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 positive thing there though with the Berserker Brave regiments is that you could literally without charging, you you probably could tie up two hordes or two two units by just moving into the gap, but with the Berserker Bully. It's more like a scalpel, and you can yes. really put the put the chaff where you want it to go. And so I, I don't know. I mean, I've been flip-flopping between uh, – so having a Berserker Bully and a Warlock and then flip-flopping between an extra Warlock or – or the, no, I have Namagrok too. But in this event, we have – I took Mothra, which is a healing bot, basically, a healing monster. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, I don't – I'm not going to – I already have – I already have Drain Life, and I already have Heal. Yeah. And then I have Heal 4 twice mm-hmm. from Mothra. Because she can cast heal four two times in a turn, and I'm like, so I'm not, I don't, and I'm not, I don't really use lightning bolt as a offensive spell. I mean, I, I have a little bit of lightning bolt, but I've been playing bully two bullies, you know, on either end. We haven't, we, we haven't played that yet, I don't think, with two bullies. We did, we did once. Okay. Yeah, and when I brought cannons, and they just ran right up to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. almost got one of them off. Well, you did kill him. You did, you just kill him with Infernoc, I think. Yeah. Was it was it, or, it was something like that? There was a unit over. Yeah, there that kind yeah. Of the the hero in the list though, it's, it's five. Siegebreaker hordes, the, the Namagarak, the the warlock with um, veil of shadows, the berserker bully, and the mammoth is yeah. the the real. I mean, he's just so good with you know inspiring, very inspiring. So it's nine inch bubble. He's a big giant thing. He's dash eighteen, defense five. He also moves 14, which is a little bit, you know, which is good. And really, he's been the real surgical thing when, like, I'm hitting infantry. He's got the Rampage D6. So, And we all like the extra brutal. 
Oh yeah. He's got brutal two, and then and you don't need line of sight to. Right. That brutal. Yeah. So it's pretty good. Twelve. So, inches, but right? the problem is there's not a lot of uh, meat there. So like, I mean, if you start if, if you start alchemist cursing, the siege break. I mean, if the if they're not there to heal, that's the thing, right? Like so, you know, we'll see. Right. We'll see. I don't know how much shooting we'll see tomorrow, but if there's a lot of shooting, then then I'm, I'm going to be in trouble. Because that's why I brought Godzilla. <laughs> because he's got shooting. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I get it just I I really liked playing with him. I liked him playing with him more than King Kong. I was going to be bringing King Kong. Well, the Earth Defense guy is also very good. The the guy I forget how to pronounce his name, but he has. Hear you, I think. Yeah, he's got rally. He's got a breath attack, but the rally is really good because yeah. rally on ogres is great because you want to bump up. You want to you know, bump up those nerve values, man, because 15, 17, okay, 17 is not terrible, but 15 is. 15, I mean, almost, you know, a competitive player can, I mean, I'm, it's not uncommon for me to have two or three units get wavered in a turn yeah. from shooting or a cheeky combat. I mean, it's not, I mean, I know they're defense six, but with the propensity of so much crushing in this game and so much piercing. Yes. It, it's not that hard to drop Siege yeah. Breakers. Especially with the new... Which is why, which why I have five of them. It's, it's just redundancy, redundancy. It's like I push it forward and if you if you can kill them, great. If you can't kill them... They are a, they are a big wall coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, it, it makes it limiting what you can do t t t you know, tactically because it's sort of like you know what the tactics are. I'm going to Come at you. You're just gonna come. Straight. I'm gonna come straight at you, and well, and hopefully on my terms. But I don't have a lot of chaff. I only have a little bit. Any of your opinions changed from the last time we talked? No. You're I'm still sorry. hoping for? Yeah, I'm still hoping for at least uh, two to three wins. Uh, so you're expecting three wins? I'm I'm hoping three wins. And you're expecting? I'm expecting at least one or okay. two. Okay. Okay. So one or two range, but you know, going home with three, I would be over the moon. I guess we're gonna do this tournament, and then do you, have you been thinking about the next tournament? Or you're you're one day at a time kind of guy. Yeah, I'm I'm more of a go with it, see what happens the next day. Awesome. Yeah. Anything you want to add? Anything else you want you wanted to mention? I mean, thanks for thanks to Dylan for throwing the event. Yep. You know, um, I, uh, it was an easy drive for me. Uh, uh, easier than others, but yeah. Easier than others. <laughs> than others yeah. Not to open any wounds. For yeah. Me. <laughs> but no, yeah, I'm I'm just I'm ready to get some games in and and, and start start playing tomorrow. Start pummeling people. Yeah. Take it behind the woodshed and just pow, 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 pow. I'm just waiting to spray him with nuclear spray from this Godzilla's breath. <laughs> so well, let me ask you this. What what uh, advice has Kyle given you on the way up? Did he give you any good advice, any sage advice for your no, first out-of-town tournament? We kind of just, just messed around. Did you drive? No, he drove. No, he drove here. Now, how does he fit into a car like that? That's a Ford. I mean, I own a Ford Fiesta. He's mentioned that multiple times. Uh, how do you fit? In, how, do you have to like open the door and then he gets in and then you like push the seat mm -hmm. back for him? No. No, it actually it fits. I mean, almost. It, it, is his knees above the steering wheel? Uh, maybe like halfway. Okay. Halfway through it. Yeah. I'm surprised he wasn't laying in the back <laughs> and then have you drive it like a chauffeur. I thought I was gonna drive here, but uh, he was. He, He's doing good. Yeah, and Fort Fiesta is a good gas mileage show. Oh, yeah. 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 But, you know, from Memphis, what is that, two, uh, two and a half hours? Yeah, it was, it was about two and a half hours. We did miss an exit, but we got to go through some nice country roads. <laughs> did you, you, were, you were Google mapping it, and it, you just missed the turn? Yeah, we were, like, in mid-conversation, and it was like, exit now, and I guess we missed it. Okay. Well, that's the good thing is there's multiple ways to get to Batesville, Arkansas. It was, it was maybe a 10-minute difference. Right. So. Well, awesome. Thanks for coming on. We'll catch you tomorrow uh, in the middle of the day, and we'll see how your yeah. game's going on. We're back, and it's uh, Saturday night. 
after day one at King of the Monsters 2 in Batesville, Arkansas. And we're with our friend who's been progressing his trials and tribulations all along, giving us an update on how his day and time's been expectations and everything about it, about this first out-of-town event, Mr. Taylor Williams. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, Rob, as always. Yeah, so let's talk game, you know, day one, games one through three. Let's First game this morning was against Dylan. Dylan Scribner, the T.O. of the event. Yes. Uh, the Did he pull his punches? Oh, no, I said don't. Oh, you said yeah. don't. No, I said don't. Because um, I made a uh, drastic mistake of pivoting a unit of golems the wrong way and not realizing, oh, they're within 12, and boom, double side charge. And I was like, oh, well. In the flank? Yeah. So. Did that end well? No, of course not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because there was also a... Um, Whatever the Northern Alliance monsters is, like the the fifty. The no, cavern dwellers. Yeah, yeah. Cavern dweller came in with that, mm-hmm. and it was it was fun to say. <laughs> yes, sir. But I, uh, yeah. By the end of that, I had at uh, the last turn, uh, I had one iron caster left. That was it. So you lost everything, including your kaiju. And I got his uh, kaiju, I think. And then right. Two. Uh, and we played uh, fool's gold. Fool's gold. Mm-hmm. the tokens. Yeah. Turn. Well, you. So. Yeah. Uh, how about game two? Game two was against Mike. Super <clears throat> cool dude. I met him actually on our way up here. Uh, Mike Evans. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and got to talk to him for a bit, and then. Uh, he's also playing Abyssal Dwarves, mm-hmm. and um, I think it was, like, I don't know how many. Uh, I have two uh, Golem units. I think he had four, six, mm-hmm. five. Lots of D6. I don't know, a lot of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, all of them had Charnoxes. So, yes, yeah, second game, <clears throat> it was n- not even until the fourth turn was when we actually got into a, a charge, I think. Maybe mm-hmm. third, because I took in a unit of Golems. Were you, like? Standing back off each other and kind we were, of juxtapositioning. I was already on three objectives and the middle. And it was my decimators in the middle with the two hordes of golems on the side, one with the Charnox. And, um, you know, just surrounding it. So kind of like where anything comes into my decimators, you better have something coming into the golems or else it's going to be a close the door on both sides. So um, it was very fun game. It was a draw at the end. It was really close. I got one of those markers off on his side with my gargoyle. This is the salt, the earth. Yeah, the one where you can destroy. Yeah. The, so you, there's there's a one token in the middle, and then you've beach, you place three. Uh, each three. And yeah. you and it's, they only score at the end of the game, mm-hmm. but you can destroy them. Yep. yep. So what wh- what was the final there? Uh, the final was a draw. Three three. Uh, it was. Yeah, it was three three. <clears throat> Interesting. And it was, uh, he got the middle one. He got my decimators off with mm-hmm. a hindered charge with those golems. They hit me real hard. Um, but he kind of softened them up a bit with the shooting, too, from the Charnoxes. Um, and I probably kept them alive a little bit longer because I did end up wavering a unit of his dogs that were in front there. So it blocked his movement to come straight forward. Mm-hmm. Um and then there was an, the best thing that happened for me in that game was I think it was his Infernoc, the big golem, the named golem, mm-hmm. um, on the flank um, came in to me, didn't get a very good roll against my immortal guard, so they stayed up. And then I had my immortal guard on the side and my nimble character on that side as well, so it was double charge on the side. <laughs> and then it was... That's dead. And that, but mm-hmm. I did mess up because I was like, there was a wall there, <clears throat> and I didn't account for the hindering. So I actually rolled on threes, and I got like nine or something wounds, and I was like, just cut that in half. And I was like, I could just call it four. But then I rolled well on the nerve, 
So it ended up being uh, enough to get that. And I was excited about that because that left me to have that unit, one unit there, move the other one because it went to a turn seven at the end. If it didn't wow. go to a turn seven, I would. Wow, turn seven, that's awesome. If it didn't go to turn seven, there would not have been a draw. He would have won because of that middle, that middle marker. Awesome. And, um, I just had enough space to get my immortal guard to on the double straight down to that last objective on his side mm -hmm. and that's what calls the draw uh my uh greater golem and my godzilla did get uh destroyed in the end so he got a lot more attrition i think i only got one for attrition he got like three i think no mm -hmm. maybe two i think mm -hmm. two maybe three i can't remember exactly but it was it was a really fun game awesome and how about game three? Game three was against Charles. And we played Control. Yes, we played Control. Uh, I. You like Control? Normally I don't with the... Uh, the stubby legs? <laughs> yeah, with the four-inch movement and yeah. all that stuff. By the way, have you noticed that you have taken on the attire of a Abyssal Dwarf? You kind of look like an Abyssal Dwarf. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm short King. Yeah. That's it, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a good first turn. Um <clears throat> It was just a lot of it was a lot of heal on his end because mm -hmm. I got his central unit of um, salamanders, the horde of salamanders. I wailed into him with Godzilla, the Charnoxes, and the uh, Decimators, and got him up like really close. Couldn't pop him with the nerve, but and then it would just be like, here's heal fifteen, here's eight wounds back on him. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> And then they were already in cover, and then there was one turn where he had it, me hitting them on sixes. And I was like, oh, man. But that, I, I needed it for the attrition points. And I was like, well, I've already done that. And then I got a side charge in. The, bi the biggest thing in that game was his Beast of Nature got uh, killed by my um, – or routed by my uh, Greater Obsidian Golem. Or not Greater Obsidian Golem, my Infernoc. And I got right up to where I needed to be to be in a four-inch surge right in the range of my caster, got off exactly four, right into his beast of nature, one turn, nerved it off. Got real lucky. If I didn't get that off, it would have been a much different game. And then I got him around, so that gave me that to come to the back. I got an open spot for Godzilla to come into his monster. I finished that game with one and a half seconds left. Wow, that's tight. Did you play on a clock the whole time or just yeah. that one? Okay. Oh, uh, I mean, technically not the second game. Yeah. It was a little bit weird for the second game because lunch just went a little long. Yeah, but, we had an issue with one of the local restaurants that didn't have enough staff. And, yeah. stuff, and everybody went there. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. It was good, though. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Um, and I got at the last turn. In turn seven, I was like, just rushing, like, here's these. Yeah, yeah. Here's, I got four. All right, here's these. I'll reroll these vicious. All right, we got three. And then I got Godzilla in the front and Infernoc in the side on his Mothra at the very last turn on turn seven. Didn't kill it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, felt bad. But I still got um, two kaiju points at least for fighting it and um, getting an objective. Right. And scoring. So that got, got me points there. And then it was four to two at the end because my um, had water elementals on one flank that had my formation on it. Mm -hmm. So the formation got in there. They just held a corner. My gargoyles, all they did for most of the entire game was sit in my back two corners on my... Right, because you're playing control, so you're trying to hold the... And then they, the only times, uh, the last turn, my gargoyles just flipped, flew over some obstacles, yeah. went to the back corner, and some other ones went into the other side so that there would be enough to make a difference at the end. Uh, he did go back into them with some golems, and he got them 
got through them and some points on his side that got him his other point. And then um, at the end, I just had enough in his section to, because you saw how, how it looked with the, my monsters there, mm-hmm. uh, to get that, that quarter. So that was what gave me the four, otherwise I would have had three. But no, that was, I think, that was my most fun game of the day. That's awesome. Uh, but Mike, the game against Mike was also very fun. They were two very fun games. Uh, the game against Dylan was also fun because I learned my mistakes. Um, but I also, you know, I got tabled. And, you know, what can you do? You make mistakes and you live with them. So That's, that's all you can do, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, don't, yeah. I haven't had any. I mean, I had one game where I had some good rolls for the extra attacks on Godzilla. Yeah. The rest of the time, it was twos and ones. <laughs> Godzilla took off my Namagarak in turn one. Nice. With shooting. Yes. And he's shooting into cover. Yeah, he's, dude, he's, he's his breath rough, is, man. He's rough, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. I will say Mothra is still amazing, though, dude. Mothra is, She's like, is great. Heal four, heal four. Oh, and when she dies, which I forgot to do, which is it? you get heal, is it heal six? I don't know. I, I think there's a celestial restoration type thing on her. Oh, man. And I probably forgot to do that because when wow. she died, I should have healed myself up again. Sucker. Dang. It was amazing. So you are record. One, one and one. You are perfectly mediocre, as we would say. Exactly. You are a counter charge. I have already met my minimum expectation. <clears throat> You've been a best sports. You've been a tournament winner. You've been a last place wooden spoon winner. Mm-hmm. I think counter is next. It's like the, I'm hoping so. That's the hardest one to win because you can't really, can't really uh, play for it. Like Wooden Spoon, you can tank your games. Yeah. Win the tournament, you can play really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're capable of it, I'm not, but you could. But getting in the middle, that takes some. That's not that's luck because I mean everybody else you're comparing yourself to everybody else. So <laughs> yeah, maybe this is the year you can go home with a countercharge and medal and you can be like, yeah. I'm already happy because I've done better than I have on my last two. Days. Well, what's your expectations? My expectation was. What was your legitimate expectation? Legitimate expectation was winning one game. Uh-huh. And what would you want to do? Uh, I think win, you said three and two. Win three games, yeah. yeah, three games too long. And you've won one. One one. So I'd have to win two draw games. one. Was it a winning draw or a losing draw? That one was a losing draw. Okay, Only so you, because of the because of the attrition and kaiju points. Yes, because of the attrition points, because the kaiju points are like separate. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. So well, I wouldn't do that. What was the final like score to score, including the kaiju yeah. points? Oh, oh, it was. Uh, I, I had thirteen. And whatever you do to make that a win, right? Like if it's a draw, yeah. like, hey, I mean, I had one I more had, point I than had, you. I had thirteen. I think he had eighteen. Oh, that's not. That's yeah. a losing draw. That's losing draw. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have a winning draw. Losing. Okay, draw. but. It was still a really fun game. Yeah, I got to yeah. play against a list that uh, I've gone against a kind of that kind of list, you know, Trey, mm-hmm. uh, with all the, the, the golem bears. Yeah, yeah, it was like that. What do you think of the venue? I love it. Other than it's 100% haunted. Yeah, well, uh, tell a story. Have you told the story yet? Or did you already tell it on the mic? I don't remember. Oh, of, like that picture? Uh, yeah, of the oh, hauntedness. No, uh-uh. I... There, were, there have been some rooms, and you, you know exactly what I'm talking There's some rooms in here that, like, like this is a a big hall for weddings, and I am making sure all the lights are on because yeah. Like there's a couple points where I was like, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna. It would be faster than walking all the way around. I. But you know what? I got, I walked to the room. It's dark, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Nah, this is like The Shining. Yeah. Someone's gonna red rum, red rum. <laughs> come play with us. Exactly. Come chase me down in their big wheels. <laughs> no. We're gonna we're gonna stay. We're gonna stay the. Lo- Follow the lights. <laughs> um, but there's that. And then there's the picture in the bathroom over the sink oh in the men's room. Just, that is, I, you know I, what we need to do is you need to take a picture of that and post it on the Counter Charge um, Facebook page. Just say, hey, 
great, great event, but this this picture, man, this what is going on here? <laughs> I don't know if the guy's like hurting the cat or it's a dog. I don't know if it's a dog. Because you can't really tell. Is he strangling it? Oh, you can I see the top of his head. It's it, like, imagine if, if there was a candle and then someone just had like their face, a little bit of their shoulder, and then there's a dog down there and you can't Or a cat or something. I don't know. It's an animal of yeah. some sort. It, it is. And it may, maybe it's a stuffed animal. I don't know. I don't believe in ghosts or anything like that, but this place just gives me that vibe. I don't yeah. know what it is. I, I, the paranormal. I feel like someone has been murdered here at some point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> maybe. So maybe not. what's the plan for tomorrow? A uh, plan for tomorrow is hopefully win one game. If I no, can no, win no. Two. Win two games. Then you're yeah, three and two. If I can win two, yeah. But um, that'd be a decade a day, though. Three, two, three, one and one. Mm-hmm. First out of town region. Ooh, that'd be a nice, nice little first outing. Um, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, three, one, one. What do you bring into our one day next week? Abyssal, I don't know. I might, I might change it up uh, with, with the abyssals. I might maybe maybe I'll bring out uh, some berserkers. Hellfane. Berserker. Well, pain's not required, so yeah. yeah. Berserkers. Bum, bum, bum. You know the Berserker. reference, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I, you know, I was wondering, like, sometimes, how old are you? I'm 30. Oh, yeah. Okay, you remember. I mean, um, yeah, I haven't played with them but, like, two games <clears throat> when I was, we were first doing that league when I first got into the right. game. And they, the models are cool. Yeah, they're fun. Well, I got 3D printed ones. Oh, of course you yeah, did. Some Artisan Guild 3D printed ones that are really nice that I'm doing with, like, a, a darker skin tone So they're since they're living, like underground burned you know that type of thing so they're they'll look they'll end up looking pretty cool once they're done um i mean i've got enough to i've got two bases filled for regiments right now and i've got more that still need to be built that can fill up probably two more regiment bases and then that's <laughs> awesome so i could have just the hellfane surrounded by a bunch of berserkers wild charging all day with extra wild charge aura i mean yeah it might be fun to, to mess around with that. Maybe I'll bring the cannons back out because I haven't played with them in quite a while because uh, they're just so swingy for me at this point. And now there's, they're Pierce 2. Um, I feel like they were Pierce 3 before. Well, before I before you were playing them. Oh, that's before I was playing yeah, them. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, they used so, yeah. to be, like, super good. Yeah. Now they're just good. Yeah, now they're just good. Yeah. If, they, if they hit. <laughs> well, it's like anything, right? Any, any, any artillery. You got you to you you roll fives. Yep, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm the king of twos, so I'm not rolling no fives. <laughs> it's hot or it's not. Exactly. Well, good luck tomorrow. Hopefully you'll have a, another good day and you at least go one-on-one. That'd be awesome. And you, you could go two wins... I go a loss two, two draws. That would that would certainly make you a counter charger in my eyes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, good luck tomorrow. This is the final wrap up. We we've had lots and lots of talks. Yep. How'd your weekend end? It ended great. I loved it. Uh, all my games were fun. I like all how you went to great. You didn't even go to the. Normally people go. My record was. Blah, 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 blah. You went to no. It was a great weekend. Yeah. No. It's. Uh, I won a game, which is better than I did. And I got a win, draw, three losses, but better than I did my last two day, which was no wins and mm-hmm. all losses, no draws. Hey, it's awesome. progress. So it's it's progress. progress, baby. And that just means the next time it'll be two or three wins. And then, you know. Hey, give us, guys a couple, limit. give us a couple years. We're going to be knocking the Dustin Howard yeah. and Tom Annis's of the world on their asses. It'll be like, it's, it's you and me in the future, baby. Yeah. Let's go. It'll be mm-hmm. fun. Top table, you and me. <laughs> that's, probably the, that's probably John Green's beer talking, but whatever. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm yeah, drive back I, to I, Dallas. I loved it. It was, all my games were great. There was... I don't know if there was an army that I played against that I that shocked you or I hadn't played. Against. Well, I mean, I guess dwarves, the regular free dwarves. No, those are imperial dwarves. Imperial, imperial yeah. dwarves. Okay, don't 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 mix them up, bro. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Imperial yeah. dwarves might have not given you as much fits because they don't have a lot of armor. 
Right. Well, oh, yeah, was, the Imperials got a lot of armor the way up. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm saying, yeah. but free dwarves are yeah. like right, right, right. Run around. No, it was all it was all good. I was happy that I didn't have to deal with any uh, wind blast this time because last time I went in Kings of Memphis, the one time I would have won a game, it was last turn. I got wind blasted off of an objective at turn seven after already gone, and I was like, oh, cool. There comes my wind. Man, it don't matter what flavor of dwarf you're playing. Wind blast is not our it's friend. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> We're already at disadvantage on move speed. And you're gonna blow us back. Well, all right, cool. So refreshes. What was your prediction for the weekend? My prediction for the weekend, my my top prediction was three and two. But I met my minimum, which is win a game, and then I got a draw, and then I got three losses. So, so it's like it's like a one and a half wins. Yeah, it's better because I was thinking yeah. maybe if I win one, I will lose the rest. But I got a win mm-hmm. draw and then some losses, so it's even better than I thought it would be. It's every time I've had one of these. It's only been twice, but it's been. The best time I've had in the longest time. It's been the best time I've had mm-hmm. since the last tournament we did. And it was, it, it's just, it's really nice to travel. The, the monsters were super fun. Just adding, having that added monster on is awesome because you just, it gives you that much more flavor and that much more extra fun to add into it. Swinginess and just like random chance. And it was, it was awesome. And the event, the venue was great. Um, yeah, I, I got no complaints at all for this. We're back with the final installment with Mr. Taylor William and his epic journey for his first out-of-town two-day GT. Taylor, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate it. Now we're back home in Memphis. Yes. And I know you had a day to recuperate after such a crazy weekend, Mm -hmm. and you've had a chance to reflect, and I just, uh, maybe that's where we start. Why don't you wrap it up now that it's in our rear view? All right. Well, uh, I finished with my... uh, my first uh, ever win at a two-day GT. So one That's awesome. win, one draw, three losses, and none of there was really there was one loss. To my first game where I was like, okay, this is like bad loss, you know, where it's like I made a big mistake. Here's what you know that just turned the whole thing in my end. But I'm like, okay, well at least I know not to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, all my other losses were, I mean, every every game was super fun, but it was all. Like I needed this not to happen, and there's a high roll. I was like, "Ooh, well, now I got to work around this and see if I can get a draw." <laughs> and, you know, it's it's you just gotta do the best. But I had so much fun. I was so tired yesterday when I got home because I drove back. And well, what time did what time did you make it home last night? I think last night I made it back about seven thirty ish, seven forty five, somewhere around there. Did you guys? You must have stopped for dinner then. Well, uh, we just we left a little bit later. We helped Dylan clean up a little bit, and okay. well, you were there too. But we we were uh, we just we stopped. I think like twice on the way. We had to. I see. Um, grab. So I needed caffeine because I was gonna fall asleep halfway through the drive. You need both, baby. You. <laughs> I was halfway. I think I was about an hour through, or maybe forty-five minutes. And I'm like, man, I need a place to stop. But you know, out there, it's like every 30 minutes is the only time you get a place to grab something <laughs> like a uh, next town we go through. I need to stop no matter how small this store is and get me some caffeine <laughs> into my mm-hmm. system. Absolutely. That was nice. Um, easy drive back. Um, didn't miss our exit. So it wasn't as big of a deal. There weren't so many windy roads and it wasn't so dark, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, it was really fun. Um, no complaints. I mean, what an exciting two days and tiring two days. <laughs> Um, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, especially your first one, right? You you never really know the marathon that you're about to go through when you're right. Starting. And I didn't know what to expect. Um, so you know, I kind of took it a bit easier on myself. 
And I was just like, okay, I just want to come here, play some games, see what it's like. And now the next time I go somewhere, I can be a little bit more relaxed, um, you know, a little bit more open to do more things. And um, and then this time as well, coming back here, I've been thinking more and more about strategy. And I don't know, it's kind of a little bit of a, a competitiveness under me, just a bit, just a bit. Normally, I'm not too competitive, but I was, you know, I was daydreaming just about moving my units across the board and <laughs> where, where these these footprints are and my pivots and all this stuff and I'm like what snap myself out of it I'm like man I'm thinking about this all the time now so it's uh it's it's nice it's kind of getting me into a more of a competitive spirit after this first one that's awesome well we had a great time it was a lot of fun uh looking back on your list anything you would change yes uh so what I would definitely change is having two charnoxes instead of the single um, I would I pr- maybe cut out one of my surge casters. I would like to keep uh, Dravik and the the uh, his Titan in uh, Infernock, and definitely the the uh, the formation I will always keep in because that formation probably did the most work for me in the entire the entire tournament. Them and the and the golems, the decimators always do work. That's just a given. But um, the decimators and the two hordes of golems are a must keep. But Tronox on both of those, dogs on both of my other units uh, in the formation, um, trying to probably take out one of those surge casters to maybe grab a, uh, I can never remember what the the melee hero, just the regular melee hero for droids, an iron something, um, uh, iron general or something, I don't know, but he's the one with the big hammer, and mm-hmm. gonna, I want to put him in there, um, maybe get some cav back in the list, um, especially moving you know, doing a 2300 or something, I'm, I'm going to have the cab in there and then trying out some more heroes with new items and um, maybe getting, I was talking with Kyle and thinking about running a, uh, the cab with the cab hero and the duelist item so that that way we can, I can bring him in double attacks on, on single heroes and just have him run through hitting on threes and, you know, taking out single heroes and individuals. Sounds like an awesome plan. Yeah, more dogs too. More dogs. Got to have more dogs. <laughs> I only had one dog uh, unit in this tournament, and the one Charnox, and I can definitely see the 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 big advantage of having um, all of that shooting potential, and just because I'm so slow, having that 12 inch threat range, even if it's a little bit of a plink, but it's still enough where if I can get them in the 12 inches to throw dogs at chaff, there, boom, your chaff's gone, and if I can get that off, good for me. And one thing is, I, I probably had some of the better roles that I've had in this tournament that we were at. Was I, I think there was maybe one game, my first game, where I was still the king of twos. But <laughs> now it's it's much more evened out. So I think my dice are warming up to me finally after almost a year of playing with the same dice. So <laughs> we'll see how that continues on. Forward to adding new things and and taking some things out and just trying some different stuff. And I maybe maybe we'll see berserkers. Yeah. What did you learn tactically? Anything you any new any new tips that you yes. learned while playing your army? Yes, I have been um moving with the way and everybody who had played me would have seen this as well. I did this with my decimators middle or wherever I had them, and maybe if they weren't in the middle of the field or wherever, but decimators and then on each side, just a little bit ahead, is the golem units. It's like, hey, come in. If you want to try and come in to get my decimators out, you better be ready to take a door close from 
<laughs> some golems on the side if you're not charging everything into me. You know what I mean? I need mm-hmm. this wall to move up and be like, you can come in if you want, but be prepared. So it's uh, it, it's that and um, the surge as well. Uh, I, I've learned I don't need as much surge as I've been taking because Dravic just with 12 surge is probably enough for what I need most of the time. Um, I've had uh, and also that I'm finally remembering to golems with Charnox, I can just move them an inch out, shoot, surge them into something, which I hadn't been doing. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that could have helped me in some other games if I would have remembered to do that. So, <laughs> did, so did someone do that against you? you, you picked- no, no. I, somebody actually had mentioned it to me. I think it was Dan. Uh, Dan Kamek when okay. we were playing and he had mentioned it to me because I think I was I was like wait I, I could get them forward and shoot and then surge them right and he's like yeah but you can get them right near them and do that and I was because I was already I stopped at my base like you know part of my movement I didn't use at all and I was like yeah right. I'm an idiot why don't I just get as close as I can so I just have to roll one get, get, <laughs> get, get, get right to an inch you need an exactly, inch exactly exactly yeah. but yeah that's that's, that's a good one it's a, it's a, it was a good good advice that I will I'll now remember to do i mean i knew that but it wasn't in the front of my brain uh anything at the event that inspired you from a hobby perspective uh yes all the beautiful display boards i will be getting something uh one of those cork boards and my idea is to build a volcano with a cave entrance and have everything out there in the front so that that way and because the whole idea is that the, they uh, live my abyssal dwarf army lives under this big volcano that's where they get all their power all their manufacturing mine all their obsidian and everything and um it's all uh, all the lava and everything else is up on the top and coming out still from the top so it's gonna be like you know some maybe get some resin in there some cool stuff going on um i found a really good technique for you've seen it on my bases i love it just using that um i think it's the 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 what is it i've got it right here actually the vallejo the thick mud whatever Mm -hmm. color if you can find the black that's fine but i usually just get the the thick mud brown slop it on there paint it black and then it looks like dried caked lava that's already been been cooled and then you can just get in the gaps and fill in some yellow orange and red and you've got little lava spots it sounds pretty easy to do too it's super easy to do i mean it's two it's like two steps and then it's just some random spats of color Anything else did you did you learn about the event? Of like, did you, did you not pack something? Is there something you should have brought that you wish uh, you would have had? Yes, I should have brought socks. <laughs> I socks. Only had, I only had one pair of socks for the entire. Well, week. that's what was thinking it up yesterday. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I was, I was like, man, I don't know why I didn't remember to bring. It's just, it's always one. No, that's. I think that's the only thing I forgot. Everything else I had. I mean, I did lock myself out of my room one time and had to drive back, but you know, <laughs> that was. Luckily, I was with somebody, so I didn't that's have. Funny. To, that's funny. I didn't have to go up to the front and be like, "Hey, can you guys give me?" A- Here's your opportunity. Final thoughts on the event. Dylan was a great host. I played my first game against him. He taught me quite a bit as well. You know, he was, I was like, oh, you're playing. And he's like, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm the ringer. There were supposed to have 26 and all this stuff. And, uh, and I'm like, well, let's have a good game. And he was like, uh, you know, I can tell you everything. I'm like, if I make a mistake, tell me afterwards, you know, like, don't go easy on me. If I make the mistake, 
do what you're going to do and tell me you shouldn't have done this. And that's exactly what he did. And I learned better doing that. And then, of course, I know you'll probably bring, don't bring up the odds. But <laughs> <laughs> that was, that they've, was heard, they've heard they've heard that enough. <laughs> yeah, that, that's one bad day. You know, I, you know, it happens. No, it's fine. It's fine, it happens. Yeah. But no, yeah. no, it, it was definitely, you know, interesting uh, takes on lists. And I kind of wish now that I would have brought Mothra because, man, Mothra was a uh, like the star of that tournament or <laughs> that tournament. You know what I mean? Absolutely. With all the heal six uh, defense six you have, she would have yeah. been great. Yeah, I mean, and I played against another list that had the Mothra in there, and it was just like, oh, here's Radius, here's, here's eight heals. Here's mm. Oh, you killed Mothra? Here's another heal six. <laughs> yeah, here's another heal. and Or here's, you know, Forces of Nature, and here's the big horde of uh, of Salamanders. You dealt, oh, you dealt 20 wounds to them, but you, and you rolled a Snake Eyes. Here comes my 15 heals of my other character, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's like, oh, here's all of them. So they're back down to 12 or whatever they're at. And it's like, cool. <laughs> Amazing. Do you want to take us out tonight? Thanks for listening. I was super excited to go to my first out-of-town GT. Keep it fun and keep countercharging. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Countercharge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15, or by commenting on the Countercharge Kings of War podcast Facebook group. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.